Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we are going to be reviewing The Mule, Roma, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, as well as talking a little bit about award season. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how you doing? I am doing uh, pretty good, you know, pretty good. Uh, a couple things have been coming my way, so uh, yeah, pretty excited. <laughs> yeah, um, it's been an interesting few days. This episode was supposed to come out a while ago, but we had some technical difficulties, so you know what? It is what it is. Uh, it's December, we're, uh, consider this like a little, uh, it's not a break because we're still going to be releasing stuff intermittently, but you know, it's not going to be as frequent uh, this month in general, so um, bear with us. Uh, joining yeah, us. It's the holiday season. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, joining us again, this time over Skype, is Noah. Noah, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah, yeah. Joining the Skype club. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> so <laughs> we apologize yeah. if there's any uh, audio deficiencies or technical difficulties um, working through the kinks here. Well, All right. No, there's no way that's going to Oh, yeah. It's, everything goes per- perfectly every single time. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing yeah. ever goes wrong. Um, well, we're going to start with The Mule. And this is a movie that, if I'm not mistaken, I'm the only one who has seen uh, on this panel here, correct? You are not mistaken. 100%. Yep. All right. So, it's just going to be me. So, if you hate me, I'm sorry. Um, I'll try to make it quick. <laughs> Uh, this is a movie directed and starring, directed by and starring Clint Eastwood, and this is a movie about basically a very, very old man. I believe he's ninety years old. Um, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood's age. Yeah, um, who is a war veteran, and he um, he basically he just really loves his job. Like he's a botanist, I believe. Um, that's was his passion, and he. Um, he really loves his job and maybe spends a little bit too much time on it, and he kind of ignores his family, and because of that, his family kind of becomes estranged to him. He doesn't, they, they're not too big of fans of him, and he doesn't really spend a lot of time with them. And he comes into a situation where he needs a lot of money, so he decides, uh, somebody well, somebody offers for him to just make some money by just driving, you know, he just got to deliver something. And um, as sketchy as that sounds, uh, it is that sketchy. <laughs> he becomes a drug mule for the cartel. And he does this over and over again because the money is good. And that's the plot of this movie. And it's pretty good. I, I really enjoyed Clint Eastwood's performance, number one. Uh, number two, Clint Eastwood's direction because he is a very talented director, as we have seen multiple times in the past before. Um, and he, I think, is the... Sh- like, he's the focal point of this movie. He has the most screen time by far. You know, he's the titular character, and he is great. So the good news is he is the best part of the movie. Um, I think one other thing that they do really well is establishing the relationships between him and his family and how just how uh, kind of difficult they are. Um, I think they do a great job of setting up how problematic his relationship with his daughter is and how it's really, you know, there's a bad history there, and then the relationship with with his wife, I wasn't a huge fan of his wife's performance, I'm pulling up her name uh, right now, it is uh, Diane West, Uh, she gives an okay performance, Um, not a huge fan of her performance, but um, the relationship and the the way that the characters are written and their their interpersonal dynamics really work, and... uh, Tessa Farmiga, I always she she has a weird way that she spells her name. It always messes me up. Um, she is really good as his granddaughter, and they really establish. She is the only one who's kind of like warm towards him, or at least tries to be. And they have a really sweet relationship, and I think they set all of that up well. 
Um, also, as part of this movie, there's the DEA side of things, where they're trying to kind of obviously investigate the cartels and stuff like that, and they start learning about um, these drug mules and stuff like that, and they're trying to catch them. And that stuff is also really interesting. Um, we have Bradley Cooper and Michael Pena, so uh, I'm all in on Michael Pena. I love Michael Pena. Um, he, they both give great performances. They're both... Um, that side of the story is pretty interesting. And that way it reminded me a little bit of Hell or High Water, where you have these two sides of things, where you have the one, you're following the one that they're trying to catch, and then you're following the people who are trying to catch them, and you're both, you're equally, I don't want to say equally, but you're invested in both sides of things. So it kind of creates this weird dynamic as a viewer that I actually appreciate. Um, as for negatives, uh, <laughs> the the... The cartel, it's it, basically every time they do something, I feel like it just doesn't make any sense. Like, I feel like the inner workings of the cartel is not properly explained or really poorly thought out. I don't know which one it is. All I know is it doesn't make any sense to me watching it. I, I really was just confused by a lot of the decisions made by the cartel. It just, and I, I don't know. It was just weird. Um, the hierarchy was weird. Um, the, the whole perp, like even the, the concept of a drug mule, I feel like is really poorly explained. Like it sounds like a simple concept. It's just someone transporting drugs from one place to another, but the way that they set it up, it made me just go, literally anyone can do this. Why do they have to hire specific people to do this? It, it wasn't even like crossing borders stuff like that. I can understand. It's literally just driving in a cross country. You can have anybody drive the drugs across country. And I feel like there's more to it, and that's fine, but it's not laid out at all. And I really was just like this, I don't know, it doesn't, it seems weird to me. It doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> the only, like, basically every time the cartel was the focus, I was just like, I'm confused. This doesn't, this is weird, whatever. But every time, like, the DA side of things was shown or Clint Eastwood and his family was shown, I was in on that. Um, the one aspect of the cartel that works is um, the uh, there there. It's not the top boss in the cartel, but basically his like right hand man gets assigned to basically babysit Clint Eastwood, which th that in and of itself doesn't make any sense to me. But they kind of have this relationship where they the. The cartel guy, he's like he's not a huge fan of Clint Eastwood's character, but they he starts to grow an appreciation for him, and I think they set that up really well, and that's really um, well developed. But that's basically the only cartel thing that works for me. the The rest of it doesn't. Um, overall, I'm it's a really good movie, and I w would recommend it. I do think people should go and check it out, especially if you like Clint Eastwood movies. Um, it's definitely one to check out. And um, I'm going to give it a 7.7. .7. It's a really good movie. Oh, that's good. Yep. Good movie. Has its flaws, but it's a good movie. All right. Let's move on to something we have all seen. We are going to talk first about Roma. The Netflix oh, yeah. original, the Oscar contender Roma. This is directed, of course, by Alfonso Cuaron. And um, it is... Set in the 1970s, and it is about a Mexican family and in Mexico, obviously. And it's about a Mexican family and their maids, their li live-in maids. And it's just literally them just in this year or two-ish of their life. Mm -hmm. That's yep. that's the movie. That's, that's really all I can explain. There's not too much in the way of plot to explain. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's basically the movie. What did you guys think? Uh, Ozzy, let's start with you. Um, when I saw the trailer for this movie, everybody was talking about, oh my gosh, this movie's like the best movie of the year. Da -da 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 -da. It's really good. And, you know, I got to tell you, I'm a lot uh, underwhelmed just because it's not the best picture of the year. Um, and I found myself pretty bored throughout this movie until I reached the third act. Um, and yeah. Overall thoughts. All right, uh, Noah. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I gotta go with Ozzy. But here it was. It was 
kind of an underwhelming movie. I heard all this praise for it, and I was excited to see it because I love me some Alfonso Cuarón. And uh, it's just kind of, I mean, it's a very, it's a very slow movie. Um, everything, the cinematography is obviously beautiful, but it's just kind of uh, a bit lukewarm. I don't know. I'm not too hot on it. Yeah. Personally, um, at least. Yeah. Uh, Alfonso Cuarón, if you do not know, uh, directed Children of Men, Gravity, and Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Those are probably his um, most well-known movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, this is a movie that I feel like it's, it's, I think partially it's expectations and like the hype of, oh my gosh, this is Netflix's first like real Oscar contender. And, and then it just being like a really good movie maybe, but it's also, I think that everything you guys said is true. It's a very slow movie. Um, it's, uh, it. I feel like it's a movie that gets to where I was expecting, but it takes so long to get there that it's almost like it was that really worth it. Um, and I just found myself feeling kind of heartless at the beginning of this movie because I was like, why am I not as attached as I feel like I should be? <laughs> um, but let's start positive. Let's move in that direction. Uh, this is a beautiful movie, first and foremost. This movie is mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous to look at. Um you can take a lot of frames from this movie and just go and just like take a picture and be like, wow, I could hang this up on my wall. It's an absolutely beautiful movie to look at. Um, really from start to finish. Like I just, I, the cinematography might be the thing that I'm rooting for it actually at the, at the Oscars, but uh, we'll see. Um, Noah, what about you? What are some positives you got? Um, well, uh, like we've said, I think we've all covered that this movie's a bit slow. And I mean, <laughs> obviously, the um, the cinematography is the high point. It's, you know, if I were to say what I think this should win, it should win for best cinematography and potentially for best directing because the acting is all very good, very consistent. Um, all the characters are very interesting. There's, um, uh, well, you know, the char- yeah, the characters are interesting enough. Um not really stand up, but we're talking positives here. So um, there's just a lot of really, really good, well shot scenes, and uh, and of course it's it's Alfonso Cuarón, and he loves his long takes. So um, there's a lot of scenes with just very, very nice framing, and they just put the camera on the tripod, and they let the scene play out. Um, there's some scenes where you can see that they have the camera attached to you know a, a rig that moves it just very smoothly and very precise. Uh, precise horizontally, vertically. It's all, it's all very precise in its, um, in, in its blocking and in its, you know, all, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a beautiful movie to look at. I think it's got great directing, great cinematography, but that's really, that's oh, about well it. Well made, well made. Well made, yes. Um, Ozzy, what about you, positive wise? Um. I mean, I'll go for best. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely say that the cinematography is, you know, amazing. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'll say the performances were, were really were, were good. Um, you know, I think Yalitza Aparicio, I think she did a really I'm great glad you job. said that name. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I know you wanted me to say it. <laughs> um, I, you know, I think she did a really great job with, with her performance. I think she's... Um, she's great. I think uh, she's really great. Um, but that's all I can really give the film. And then, you know, editorial, editing wise, editorial wise, I think sound wise, even I mean, I think it's all a very great film. Uh, when it, when when it comes to making the film, I just think um, other parts are very negative. But we'll 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 touch on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Carlos, what are you, what are some of your positives? Um, well, like I said, cinematography is great, acting is great, and what I really want to touch on is the third act of this movie, because, like I said, the this movie gets to where I wanted it to get to. It just takes forever to get there. But once it's there, we're talking like where I can understand why people love this movie so much. I just was expecting it for the whole length of the movie. Uh, the third yeah. act is amazing. Basically, like it's near perfect. Like I love the third act of this movie. Um, 
all the like there's moments of tension there's moments where it's heart-wrenching it's like it's just so so good and the performances are excellent and all of that is great it's just and it gets even more beautiful like this movie gets prettier to look at as it goes along and um the third act is just where everything comes together and i think it's that to me is like if you could just say the third act of roma nominated for best picture i'd be all on board for that um but yeah all right i guess we can move on to negatives unless you guys have anything else positive to say um, I mean, I agree with you on the third act. It's uh, it's amazing. It really is. Really That's good. the movie that I was expecting. Um, but to start us off with negatives, what we've all been saying is that this movie is super slow. Um, and, well, I mean, yeah, uh, you know, I, I can take a slow movie. I like slow but, movies, too. Yeah. But, but it's I, not really yeah. feel like it's building towards anything. Yes. You know? um, I think a, a term that... Uh, a term that I uh, learned in my radio news class, one of my broadcasting classes, is uh, when for when you're writing scripts for radio news, you have to have, uh, like, you have an intro, then you have, essentially, right after your intro, you have your nut graph, where you basically lay out, this is what the movie is about. And it doesn't have to be, like, in, a, in term, or this is what the story is about. And I feel like this movie takes an hour and a half to get to its nut graph. It takes so <laughs> long. It does, yeah. It's really, I'm, like, I'm not exaggerating. This movie is two hours, 15 minutes long. The last 45 minutes are the perfect movie I was telling you about <laughs> in positives. Yeah. The first hour and a half, they're not bad. Like, I don't think it's bad. I just feel like it's just, bleh. like, things are happening, <laughs> nothing, but nothing is happening. And again, we like, I like those kind of movies generally, but mm. it's, like, I don't know. It just didn't click with me. And that's why I'm feeling like, what, what's wrong with me? I don't know. <laughs> but since you guys are feeling the same way, maybe there is nothing wrong with me. And it's just, it's actually the movie. I don't know. Uh, Noah, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I think I think we've pretty much outlined that this is one of those movies where nothing happens. I think we've called it like a, like a nothing happens movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the past when we discussed like A24 and movies like Lady Bird, mid-90s, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, eighth grade, are very much, you know, not much happens. It's more, I would call them uh, uh, portrait films where mm-hmm. it's sort of like the portrait of something at, a, or of a person or a group of people at a specific time in their life. So this is, you know, it's a portrait of a, a Spanish family living in Mexico uh, with their, you know, in-house uh, maids. Mm-hmm. And of all of the Nothing Happens movies that I've seen, I think we've, you know, nothing, this is the most Nothing Happens. Uh, like, <laughs> I, I can't, I really can't, <laughs> just trying to figure out, I'm basically repeating what you're saying. That's my biggest negative. Yeah. Not a lot happens. Uh, like you said, in the first hour and a half, I think I can distill that down to a couple of scenes that I remember, a um, couple of character introductions. and <laughs> There's uh, one very striking moment where you're just yeah, like, oh, uh, yeah, okay. Striking. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, um, I, I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, I, even, I, like, I like that scene. It was a bit weird, but I was yeah, like, same. okay, yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah, you know. Um, so, you know, it's... I think we went pretty hard in the negatives when we were doing our positives. Yeah. So it's I'm going to kind of balance it out. I mean, it's I don't. It's not a bad movie. No, not I at all. Don't get that idea. Not at all. It is just a you know I I, I got through it perfectly fine. Just you know, pick up the pace a little bit. <laughs> you I, could cut some stuff. Yeah. Uh, Ozzy, what about you? This is just a really boring movie. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm oh, not, not going to it. It really is. Um, I mean, it, I mean, for me, it was like the last 30 to 40 minutes where I got like, where I was like, okay, wow, this is really great. This is awesome. But this is a two hour and 15 minute movie. Mm-hmm. Why do I feel like I was watching it during the entirety of my workday? And I was off when I watched this movie, but I felt like I was in the, during an eight hour shift. So it just, it, it's so slow in my opinion and it drags on and for me, it just it's it 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 really it really just dragged it down so much for me. Um, the script didn't do anything either, honestly, in my opinion. Um, I would I would have liked to see more 
of Yalitza giving more of a dramatic performance, but I mean, just by the restraint of the script, she couldn't really do too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, for me, this is just a really, a really boring film. I mean, especially with what, uh, what I was reading about it, what I was looking forward to, it, it's, it didn't deliver on any of that. Um, so for me, this was just a really long, boring movie with a lot of beautiful, beautiful cinematography shots in there. So, hmm. um, yeah, that's where I'm at with this movie. You and and also, I gotta say, and I also gotta say yeah. something. the The side story, the side story for me was bigger than the actual plot of the movie, which is a huge problem in my opinion. When your your side story is bigger and 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 is more of a distraction than 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 your actual plot. For me, that's an issue, um, and that's something that I, I feel that doubles focused on a lot more than the actual plot of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you you seem to be the most negative out of all of us, and that's completely fair. Um, uh, yeah, I think that it's weird for me because I because I have read about this movie, like because I know there's people who love this movie, and I try to I actually kind of want to have someone on who actually like really loves this movie. Um, and I I've read like essays about like the meaning of this movie, like what's actually going, like what Karan's actually trying to say, and this is a semi autobiographical, or I can't say that word, um, autobiographical, there we go, uh, picture, like, he is, it's kind of about his childhood, um, so, like, I think this is, like, a passion project for him, which is why, like, I kind of want to rewatch it just to, like, see if maybe, like, because I was, like, I mean, I'm, like, kind of distracted watching this movie, and maybe that's the issue with it being on Netflix, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's a movie that I feel like deserves a little bit of a second chance for me. I'm not saying you have to, anybody, but it, it's just, um, I don't know. It's, it's weird. And it's weird because there's such a distinct moment, in my opinion, where the movie changes. Like, well, it, it's, it's like right at, as soon as she goes to like visit um, her, her guy, I, I don't know, like I guess boyfriend, ex-boyfriend is whatever. Yeah, she nice. she goes to visit him and um, he's like at this martial arts area where they're outside oh, doing martial arts. It's a great scene. And that mm-hmm. to me is the moment where the movie changes and it becomes mm-hmm. like what I was expecting. And to yeah. your point, Ozzy, I think that's the moment where it kind of switches focus from that side story that you're talking about to no, this is about Cleo, or the lead character. This is about yes. her and her story. Um, so again, but again, it takes an hour and a half to get there. So what are we and doing? That's my whole entire, and that's my whole entire thing. Like, yeah. listen, I'm all, I'm all in, and Carlos, you know this. I'm all in for smaller movies. I'm a hundred percent down to see a passion project from the director. I'd rather see that, honestly, because it's it's awesome, and I do appreciate. Directors take, you know, I do appreciate production companies giving these directors the opportunity to take charge in their own films. You don't get that today from a lot of big budget films. So I like the fact that you can have the director take full charge of a film. I love that. I'm 100% down to do that. That's great. But I should not have to watch a movie three times to get the point that you're trying to relay across to me. That's true. That's, I, that's my opinion. Yeah, there. I agree and with that to an extent. That, but yes. It's, it's, you know, it, it takes it takes an hour and an hour and a half an hour and 40 minutes to get to where you want me to be like okay i get it it's it's i'm all down for uh you know uh you know biopic you know that that relates to you and and seeing the events happen cuz i'm i'm huge on history too i love history i love films that take place in different cultures different countries uh, especially that, that this this took place in, um, in during the 1970s in Mexico. I don't know what happened during the 1970s in Mexico. I'd love to know. So, like, of course, I'm interested. Especially, it's it's Latin America. I'm, you know, my family is from Latin America. I would love to see something similar to that. I would love to see that correspond on the film. But it takes an hour and 40 minutes to get to where you want to be, and people are calling your picture best picture of the year, which is great. I'm I'm glad some people think that. That's awesome. But in my personal opinion. You, you the your your movie cannot be best picture not like cannot be considered a best picture just because your third act is great and your first two acts are extremely 
utterly slow, in yeah. my opinion. So for me, this this does not deserve a best picture nomination. It just doesn't. But just it's also it's also it yeah an hour and forty minutes to get to where you want to go. Yeah, it's also our opinion that you know that's the weird part, right? Because there could be somebody who watches this movie who just connects with this movie and is absolutely yeah. loving the first two acts of this movie. It's just not 100%. us, and that's completely fine. Yeah. Well, and to them, that's yeah, the best picture. <laughs> um, yeah, hundred percent. You know, 100%. I, I, I mean, that's yeah. just, I mean that's the thing I love about this. Com- I mean, it's our opinion. Carlos, well, Carlos, and I have disagreed on a bunch of other. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, it's fine. I mean, um, and that's the thing I love about this. I mean, well, that's the best thing about here. movies. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We all have our different opinions here. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I think he did. I mean, editing wise, you know, ten. It's a well-made movie. I love. I mm-hmm. love. You know, this is a well-made movie, and especially with with you know shooting this. This is a black and this is a black and white. Picture. Yeah, we didn't even say that. So, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it's it's insane because I mean it's a black and white picture. I I didn't. I was like, man, like this is it's completely different for me because I'm used to seeing a lot of the film that I watch with color in it. So I was like, man, like, it's really <laughs> crazy that they're gonna you know take take it back all the way. You know, they're gonna use that. So for me, I was very definitely interested i didn't know i was going to react and i did i ended up loving the cinematography i ended up loving that mm-hmm. he did go back to that and use that kind of style and uh, you know I, I i do respect that and, and at the end of the day i mean i think he did an amazing job making it mm-hmm. but for me it still takes a long time to get there at the end of the day mm-hmm. i mean if this is your movie and, and you relate that's 100 percent awesome no you but know what i just thought of ozzy doesn't connect with me well i think this movie reminds me a lot of a movie that i know you love and that is Manchester by the Sea. It's a movie yes. where it builds, like, nothing is going, like, the entire movie is just, like, you know, this dude, like, you're just, he's just walking around, and it's alluding to this thing, and then we get this amazing sequence, but what was, the, for me, I didn't, like, connect to anything that was happening, and yes, that, that sequence was amazing, but it didn't like equal up to anything great. Whereas you were someone who absolutely loved that movie. So that that's that's what it boils down to. You either connect to the build up or you don't. And if you if you do, then you're gonna think the entire movie is great. If you don't, then you're you're gonna think what we think about this movie. Where it's just like it's a great ending, but what was the rest of the movie? You know? Exactly. Well, I mean, I think it's it's interesting because uh, it it's very clearly Roma is a movie that Alfonso Cuarón seemed to make seemed to make for himself. Yes, like like it's sort it's like his movie. It's it's almost like it's his baby. So it's you know to say that we were bored by it, uh, you know, I mean it's it's his thing. Yeah, I, I I'm always about supporting people, you know, flexing their uh, creative muscles and making you know, the art that they want to make. And if him working with Netflix is what, oh, geez. Uh, if him working with Netflix let him do that, then that's great. And I mean, yeah. you know, not, I don't want to say movies can't be boring, but I know, I mean, it was boring to us. And I think we've, you know, established that there's absolutely people who this can connect to. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, maybe yeah, not mean, us. Like, yeah, yeah, movies. It's, I 100% believe that this is going to, you know, I, I, I 100% seeing some like this relate to somebody in my family. Yeah. Um, 100%, you know. Yeah. But, you know, you know, I for me, it just wasn't, it wasn't something like that for me. And, and again, I mean, we do not enjoy watching, you know, two and a half hour movies and then bashing on them, guys. It's not what we love to do here. And I don't want to think of myself as bashing but, this movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, in my personal opinion, you know, this movie was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think this. I think the outcome was absolutely heartbreaking. Absolutely, I think we can all agree with that. Mm-hmm. But it was also very beautiful, and I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think it all ultimately had a you know a, a great message. But at the end of the day, I mean, yeah. in my personal opinion. I'm just going to go ahead and rate it now. Yeah, just yeah. To, be the first to completely part. go against our spirit um, of subjectivity, we've been talking about. Let's rate it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and rate <laughs> yeah. it because, oh well. This is a personal <laughs> um, rate. I'm giving it a six. All right. It's an okay movie. It's an it's an okay movie, and maybe it takes a second uh, second viewing for me. But this is like for me, it's a movie that I can only see 
that I can only see once. Because I remember seeing Gravity three times. Mm. And the more I watched Gravity, I was more bored out of my mind. The first time I saw it, I was like, wow, this is spectacular. And then the more I saw it, I was like, wow, this is actually really boring. So, I mean, for me, I'm going to give it the one-time watch. And I'm going to give it a solid six. All right. Uh, Noah, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I'd say... Basically, like, like I'm having like this internal debate in my mind while you guys are talking because I don't think like I think this is a great movie. I don't think it's best picture. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely like. But then again, like if this is a movie that Alfonso Cuarón made and he put all of this work into just to create essentially for himself, is that not almost the most pure form of of the art form? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, it's a debate. I get, personally. I give it a six, six point, six point seven. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think it, personally. I don't think it's the best picture. No, I I don't either. Um, I think it's. I think this is a good movie that uh, would be would be rather bland if it weren't for an amazing last forty five minutes. Like I can't stress how much I loved the last forty five minutes of this movie, mm-hmm. all the way up until yeah. the final scene, which is uh, amazing. Um, I, it really elevates the movie for me. So I'm giving it a seven out of ten. Um, it, it's really good. I think, I think you should check it out, if only for a for a one time watch. If this is at all your kind of movie, I think you should check it out. If you think you're gonna be bored to tears, I completely understand. That's fine. Um, but yeah. And uh, last thing I want to say is, I agree with you about Ozzy to an extent about. You know, you shouldn't have to watch a movie multiple times to, like, get it. I agree to an extent when it's something like this where it's just, like, I I shouldn't have to... For me, it's more like I shouldn't have to watch a movie multiple times to care. But to understand, (laughs) that's a little bit different. Because, like, there are movies that are so complex that are just, like, you need multiple viewings just to, like you know, decipher it and figure out, like, what your personal interpretation of this movie is, I think. And the difference is, with a movie like this, like, we're not coming out here, you know, theorizing about the meaning of this movie. No, we were just like, what the heck was happening? Like, why? But with something like, uh, to throw out a completely different example, something like Mother from last year, (laughs) Ozzy, you called me and you go, what the hell did I just watch? (laughs) I'm just like, well, this is what I think. You know, there's a difference there. You know, um, well, I mean, and that, and that, I can actually, that, that I can actually give you. Sure, yes, I agree with you. I, you know, I, you, you can watch a movie too, watch it multiple times to try to understand it. Hundred percent. There's a couple of movies where I did that with. I think I was watching freaking um, Inception, and I was just like, "What is happening?" <laughs> so, <laughs> so I need to watch it again. But I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, I'll give you that. You need. I don't know if I should necessarily keep watch it again to care. Yeah, exactly. More. I I'll give you that notion there. Um, I for me it's. I, I'll I'll give you that. I'll give you that. All 100%. right. Well, let's move on to a movie that we, I'm sure some of us will watch multiple times, and it's not to try to oh, understand yeah. it. <laughs> um, yep. And that is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And oh my gosh, I love this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I was not expecting to love this movie. I really love this movie. And there we go, mm-hmm. back at expectations, you know, they really can color things. And that's why I try to avoid them as much as possible. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I really love this movie. And there are many, many, many reasons that I will be talking about. Uh, but what about you guys? Are you on the same page with me, uh, Noah? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's just... It's such a such a vibrant and like gripping style that they went with to sort of to animate everything like within like the first opening credits the opening credits like just grab you and pull you into this sort of like this world where it's very it's graffiti and sort of comic book art style and everyone moves very uh, stylish but it's also but like it works right like in the um the action sequences are just they're fluid when they need to be fluid and they're you know, they, they hit all the right beats. It's just a very, like, fascinating to look at. And, I, like, even behind the scenes, I've seen somebody who worked on it has been, like, tweeting about how, about, like, some of the background details. And it's just, it's, it's it seems to have been made with just so much love and, like, attention to detail. It's really a great movie. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, Ozzy, what about you? Yeah. I think this is, this is one of the best animated movies of the year. Um, I mean, it's just so well put together. And I'm just going to start with positives here. Yeah, go for it. I think the voice cast in this in this entire movie is absolutely stacked amazing it's stacked mm-hmm. and it's amazing you got Shamik Moore you have Jake Johnson Haley Steinfeld Mahershala Ali um, Chris Pine you know Chris Pine Zoe Kravitz John Mulaney you got so many people even Nicolas Cage I think this is his most <laughs> highly rated movie uh, in a very long time <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a stacked random cast put together, and and it, and it really works well. And um, for me, this is one of the best Spider-Man movies ever that I've ever seen. Um, and and it's really really well done. Uh, and 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 I gotta give it to the soundtrack. The soundtrack blow blew my mind. Yes, because I was like, this so is good. this is mm-hmm. such a great. The soundtrack in this movie is perfect. And every time a particular character came on, I was like, oh boy. Uh, this is this is this. It reminded me of um, of how good Killmonger's uh, theme music was, um, <laughs> and and it was it was really well done in my opinion. But mm-hmm. uh, Carlos, what do you think? What do you uh, got? Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the soundtrack because it is really awesome. Friend of the show uh, Kendrick has been uh, blasting it for a couple days now <laughs> on his phone. Um, it's really really good. Um, but yeah, the Voice acting is great, but to me, the best part of this movie is uh, what you mentioned, Noah, the style of the animation. Like, I love when these kind of movies just go for it in terms of, like, they pick a style, and it might be, it might look like this is going to look weird on the outside, but if they just stick to it and go for it, a lot of the times it works. It reminded me a lot of the Lego movie, how the Lego movie had a certain look that they wanted to hit, and... It oh, really, yeah. really worked, and this and this is very much the case. Like that combination of, like you said, the comic book style. It just the whole movie is made like that, and it's so creative. And I'm glad they made that choice. Now, this brings me to the characters. I, the way that they establish Miles and his relationship with his dad, and uh, how he's kind of feeling like an outcast, and they really set that up really well. And um, I just, I really like how they establish that. And, yeah, I, I just think this movie's so much fun. It's just, like, I was sitting yeah. there, like, with a big smile on my face for a lot of the movie. And I don't know, like, I've never, like, thought of myself as, like, a huge Spider-Man fan. But honestly, like, I'm trying to think, like, I distinctly remember having that same exact, like, goofy smile on my face two times in the last year. And the first one is Spider-Man Homecoming. Like, it's just like, so I don't know, like, I don't consider myself a huge Spider-Man fan, but maybe I am, or maybe these movies have just been amazing. I don't know what it is. I mean, you will be. They just keep getting better. <laughs> like, as you did there, Carlos. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely intended. Uh, not really. Um, but yeah, the other time was uh, The Last Jedi, so get off me, haters. Um, but yeah, um, I, I, I just had so much fun watching this movie. Um, Noah, what other pauses do you have? Um, well, I mean... Uh, I don't know how I I just go I'll talk about the animation because I mean <laughs> yeah go for it I don't care I mean, you've got, you've talked about it but it's just it's really really good um, I love like the uh, the way they shade the faces that has this like has like the comic book sort mm-hmm. of stippling I, I assume that's to like save ink but that's they have that in the movie and it's like it gives it this really just nice effect that's unlike any other animated movie I've seen and it's not like it doesn't really feel three dimensional also like it feels, mm-hmm. you know, the perfect blend. Like sometimes they'll have sort of, I mean, we've seen recently, it's kind of a blend of three dimensional and two dimensional where it's sort of it, things have like facets, but with this, it's like, like I can't, it, it's, it's a weird effect, but it feel, it, it, it just, it feels really good to watch. Um, the characters are all really good. Moving out of the animation to the characters. Mm-hmm. I love, how they sort of really quickly brought everyone up to speed with who, who everyone is. Um, In a really fun and funny way too. Yeah. 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 Like they'll have, um, I mean, okay. It's in the first (laughs) open. Yeah. 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 Um, they'll like establish characters by like opening up a chapter of one of their comic books or something like that. And that's, that's sort of how they do it. I don't, 
Um, and that's like, that's really cool. It's a nice, efficient way to sort of like introduce the characters. Um, and it's, you know, despite not having Peter Parker as the central character, it still has all the elements of a Spider-Man movie. It has all the main characters. It has all the themes and it still finds a way to expand upon them. I mean, this is, this is like what the seventh, eighth Spider-Man movie we've had. It's a lot. Seventh, I think. Yeah. But, you know, it's still, it's digging up new material. You know, it's not, it doesn't feel tired at all. It feels, I don't know, it's good. And I think this is definitely going to be a good avenue for Sony to go down if they're going to use the Spider-Man, you know, IP. Yeah. Independent from Marvel. So I look forward to more Into the Spider-Verse movies, which, you know, they kind of tease that there will be. Hey, stay so, for the credits, people. Yes, yeah, stay for the credits. Um, it's good. Yeah, I, uh, I just think this movie is so well like thought out from the just from the I, I the idea of the movie like the way that like they wanted to do an Into the Spider Verse thing where there's multiple versions of Spider Man and they like they had to throw around like a million ideas about how they could do this and mm-hmm. I think they picked the, like the perfect option like it's really just yeah. it makes sense in like the most comic book way possible and it's just it's so good and um they they mess with narrative a little bit in this movie as well mm-hmm. and it's just. Okay. I think it's really well thought out and well done. Um, but let's stretch for negatives here. Um, oh, wait, Ozzy. Oh, what? Did Ozzy what? talk about his positives? I don't yeah, know. I'm sorry. I think he did. He did? Did you talk about Am I just not paying attention? Did I miss something? It's like the second time. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Did I miss? <laughs> okay. Real quick, what did you talk about? <laughs> Since we're cutting this, what did you talk about? Um, I mean, I said that the soundtrack was really good. The voice cast oh, okay. was really good. Yeah. Well, it's hard because everyone sounds the same to me. <laughs> okay, I understand. It's like, I like we're all sort of like when I'm looking at Carlos and he's talking, and then I hear, you know, Ozzy. <laughs> it's like, like it's a new that that'll be that's my excuse right there. That's a, there. No, yeah, good. it's good. an adjustment. Good. Yeah. All right. Okay. <clears throat> anyway. Um, all right, so let's let's stretch for some negatives here. Um, Ozzy, let's start with you. Can you uh, scrounge up anything? Oh, God. Um, God, I was not prepared for this question for some reason. Um, man, I guess my negative is that it wasn't longer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like the come ultimate stretch. <laughs> come uh, back to me. All right. I, I, I don't like. I had something, but then I lost my train of thought. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Um, I'm, my negative. I'm gonna get all old manish on you. Um, mm-hmm. I think the end of this movie is like. I don't think it's a story issue at all. Like, I think that the build up, the climax, makes tons of sense. I it it works on that level. But there's just so much happening on the screen, and I think this is the only part of the animation that doesn't work. It's the, it's just like the big battle. There's just so much, like so many colors and all these characters flying yeah. around. It's hard to tell what's actually happening sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, that is the biggest negative I have is just that last act was like, I don't want to say it's an eyesore because that feels a little harsh, um, mm-hmm. but it was just a, a little bit a too bit much. much. Yeah, it was a there bit much. Go, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, and I, I know I sound really like old and grumpy there, but you know it is what it is. That's honestly what I thought of the last. There was too fight. much color. I know exactly. <laughs> that's I know that's what I sound like, but that's what I felt like. I was just like, okay, I'm gonna have a headache after this. Um, but yeah, uh, Noah, do you have any negatives? I mean, I guess um, one of my few negatives is that it doesn't really feel like this movie has. A minor, it's a bit of an ensemble, but it's very much Miles Morales' story. Yes. But with the ensemble cast, it feels like we don't really, I don't know, we don't really get to experience a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Like um, like Spider-Pig and uh, the noir Spider-Man and, and uh, the, the anime Spider-Man. It's yeah. like, like, I didn't really, like, they all get their moments, but I never really felt like they were they were kind of all a group. They didn't feel like distinct characters. I don't, I don't know. And I except mean, that, for Gwen, that's, but yeah, except for Gwen, obviously yeah, Gwen. Um, but, um, I mean, that's not really like that. That was clearly intentional, but I was like, I, I want more. I don't, <laughs> if this, give me another, give me another 30 minutes. I don't care. I, I would just see more of these characters. I want to see how they interact. 
and and just play off each other yeah. because they, that's 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 my negative. I don't know. All right, all right, Ozzy, did you uh, remember what you were gonna say or no? Honestly, no. Okay, that's I don't, why. I don't know what happened to it. I think he's um, just messing with me because <laughs> no, I'm no, like, I did really Ozzy go? <laughs> I I don't remember what I was gonna say because like the thing is. You know, I'm not going to bring it up because I don't think the audience should know. But I said it before, and now I lost it. You're good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I, I, I'll stick with Noah. I'll actually start with Noah on this one, though. I do wish that they did. I mean, because it wasn't the – I would not have minded sitting in the theater for two and a half hours just giving more characterization to a lot of these different Spider-Men. Um, and, uh, you know. Because I mean, I think I think they were really great. I think they were really interesting, and I wish I would have seen, definitely seen more of John Mulaney's Spider Ham. I thought it was really cool. Um, and, but you know, I, we only got like I think this movie was approximately barely hitting two two hours. Um, so yeah, I, I'll say that I wish it was a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, in, in contrast to Roma, I think this movie just to go along with what you're, you guys are both talking about with like the length of the movie, and you wish it could have been a little longer. In contrast to Roma, this movie's a little bit fast. I think mm-hmm. they could have slowed oh, yeah. down and taken their time a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But to do that, they needed more time, and people are afraid of longer movies. So you know, or yeah. studios are afraid of longer movies in particular. Yes. But so it is what it is. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I I think uh, the the lack of negatives kind of uh, leans into or at least uh, sh- tips our hand a little bit for what our ratings are going to be um, mm-hmm. because I'm going to start I think this is this is number one the best movie or the best animated movie of the year um, oh, I don't know I might argue with that uh, you know I know Isle of Dogs is a thing some people would argue um, uh, what Incredibles two um, no but. Uh, to me, this is the best animated movie of the year. Um, I, I like Isle of Dogs too. Don't get me wrong, uh, but it, it's the best. It's a Wes animated Anderson movie. film. I, you know, I love Wes Anderson, so you know. <laughs> um, but, I just saw it in your face because I wanted, I wanted to see what you do. You, you know, I love Wes Anderson. Don't, don't think this is a knock on him or his movie. Oh, come on, bro. Um, <laughs> but I think this is the best animated movie of the year. And honestly, it's one of the best movies of the year. I, the fact that we are struggling so much to come up with negative says everything that the audience yeah. needs to know. Um, so I'm giving this movie a 9.2 out of 10. Oh, <laughs> wow. All right. Yep. I, I, I love this movie and, um, mm-hmm. I'm stingy with my nines. So, you know, I mean, I mean it. All right. Um, Ozzy, what's your rating? I'm gonna, you know, rate it the same way. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, let me see here. I think, yeah, what, 9.2, whatever. It's just, <laughs> oh, let's just give it all. I, it's, it's a really, really good movie. I really hope there's more of them, and I really hope they're all, like, as good as this. Like, yeah. I'm, you know, yeah. Oh, man. Good movie. Good yeah. time in the theater, yeah. too. Good time in the theater. I'm good. probably gonna rewatch it this week. So, I'm gonna let you know how that is. Uh, I'm. <laughs> we have so many movies to watch this week. I have no idea how you're gonna do that, but yeah. good luck. <laughs> I can't because you know I promised my dad I would watch Cray Two with him, and then he was just like, and then he's, <laughs> like he's we every time we wanted to watch it, something has come up. So I was just like, oh, and then I asked him this week without even realizing that there's three other movies coming out. <laughs> three major releases. So. <laughs> three. Why? I mean, I have I have four days. So I mean, he 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 works. He he has off Sunday yeah. and Monday. It's just insane. So I think that's I think that's how I'm gonna try to, you know, kind of keep it together. I think I'm gonna try to watch a movie Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, there's Friday. three major releases, and then even like you could even consider uh, Welcome to Marwin a major release, quote unquote, because it is getting a wide release. So that's four, four. <laughs> that's insane. Transform. Oh my gosh. Transformers, Aquaman, Mary Poppins, Welcome to Marwin. What are we going to do? I have no idea. <laughs> but anyway, let's uh, talk about um, a little bit of award stuff. We had recently mm-hmm. the Globes, which everyone knows their thought, my thoughts on the Globes. They're stupid. Um, just look at, some, <laughs> look at some of the categorizing this year. That's all I'll say. It's, it's a disaster. Um, Green Book is not a comedy. Ozzy, can you confirm? 
Green Book is 100% a comedy. Shut up. He's such a liar. <laughs> yeah, if you just watched the trailer, I mean. <laughs> no, he, he, he saw it now. He saw it now. So, um, yeah, uh, it's, uh, yeah, okay, it's dumb. But anyway, so the Globes <laughs> released uh, their it's nominations uh, and SAG the Screen Actors Guild released their award nominations, and uh, SAG can be very predictive. So, um, what what's what's one or two things that stand out to you guys um, in terms of these nominations? Noah, let's start with you. Well, I mean, we kind of touched on it. Best animated picture. Um, I mean, I gotta say, I loved Isle of Dogs, and I love Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. None of these other movies are even on my radar for this for this award. <laughs> Uh, Incredibles 2, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and they always throw in a, a, a more obscure one. I haven't heard of it, uh, Mirai. So that's what I'm watching for. If it, I would be happy if, gives, if they give it to either one, but definitely not Incredibles 2 and definitely not Ralph Breaks the Internet, just because you know Disney, Disney has enough, enough uh, awards for their animated pictures. We can you know give it to someone else. I don't care. Um, <laughs> And another interesting one, uh, I like uh, the um, the best best score because they nominated uh, Ludwig Göransson for his Black Panther score, and I think best score he did. for the Globes, right? Um, yes, okay. one of them. I'm not I know which one I'm looking at. I think here. it was the Globes. Uh, yes, yes, I think you're right. Um, but yeah, I think I think he did a fantastic job. Like just sort of crafting a, a sonic atmosphere for that movie. Like if you, if you think Wakanda, the first thing that will come to your mind is that like that drum beat that I don't know where they got it, but it's super iconic. It's like, it's yeah, it is the globes I'm looking at right now. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's, it's such a good um, sort of footprint for that that fictional place like it feels you know it feels more real because they put that time into creating that sound of this you know fictional futuristic um but also very you know tribal influenced country and i i love it it's great and um also up for best original score is uh alexandre de Platt. <laughs> i assume that's how you say his name uh it, with isle of dogs which is you know another really good score also influenced by um, you know, traditional Japanese music really gives the movie a good, you know, sound. It's very like, you know, it's it's it sounds very very good. I listen to a lot of the songs from that uh, from that soundtrack all the time. So, yeah, I mean, good year for good year for scores. I yeah. think. All right, um, my <laughs> kind. Of, I, this isn't an actual takeaway, but one of my takeaways is that I need. I have so much to catch up on. Um, it's just like oh, there's a lot of these things that I just haven't seen. Um, most of them I've heard of at least, but some of them I haven't even done that. So a lot, a lot to catch up on. You know, um, it's the only good thing that the only good thing about the Oscars being so late in the following year is that it gives me time to catch up on these things. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, as for my big takeaways, I would say that um, the SAG Awards give me a little bit of hope in terms of the Emily Blunt situation. If you've been following this podcast at all this year, you know that I have been saying that Emily Blunt's going to get nominated for the wrong movie this year. Um, I have been saying she's going to get nominated for Mary Poppins instead of A Quiet Place. Um, Which is it, weird to me, though. Like. It's happened before. Um, they've certainly nominated the wrong performance multiple times in the past. Um, the one that I can think of is, uh, from recent memory, is um, Ryan Gosling from La La Land. They nominated him for La La Land <laughs> instead of Nice Guys. That was a travesty. He was so much yeah. better in Nice Guys than La La Land. Oh. Um, um, I love La La Land, so it's not a La La Land issue. It's just like, why? Um, so... <laughs> And I, I think the SAG Awards give me a little bit of hope, though, because they nominate her in both categories. And again, it's pretty, it's not set in stone, like these aren't always the same thing, but it's much more predictive than a lot of other awards. So that gives me a little bit of hope, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing Mary Poppins. Um, so that's my first takeaway. Second being... I mean, we have to talk about the Black Panther thing because mm -hmm. 
Black Panther was nominated for essentially what is the SAG's best picture thing, um, which mm-hmm. is uh, performance by cast. Yes. Um, and then it was nominated for the Globes for uh, best motion picture drama. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. Like, I this is it's just weird. I don't want to this to, to completely devolve into an MCU discussion, um, but <sighs> which I know has the potential to do. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I, I it's just a weird one. It's a question of you know does it deserve it or is this uh, like them just throwing a bone to the popular movies. Um, yeah, it's that. It's the, definitely that. Because the, I could have switched that, that for Green Book. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. The, I, mean, <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I mean, for me, it's it's purely just because it's throwing a bow into the popular. Uh, yeah. to, 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 just, just because everybody wants it to win something and or just to be nominated for something. Well, it's, the it's, movie, a, it's a ratings thing, it's, too. It's, 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 the movie is severely overhyped. And I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be the first one to say it. It's a severely. I wouldn't say that, overhyped. but yeah. I'm I'm gonna say that because the third act is, is 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 it's not okay. too pretty. So I mean, yeah. in my opinion, it's not like that great. I mean, it, it's really good, and I really do. I mean, I love Black Panther. It's great, but I mean, for me, people are really overhyping this movie a lot. But this is my opinion. So, yay. We don't, we, don't, we don't have opinions on here. I mean, it's no, great. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. That, I, <laughs> yeah, no. I like I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I think that I'm on the lower end of Infinity War and the higher end of Black Panther, and they both kind of equal out to me. I think if you're given one or the other, I'm probably taking Black Panther. Um, but I still like I I haven't put together my best of the year yet, so I don't can't like guarantee that like Black Panther wouldn't like scooch its way in but i highly doubt it um it's i don't know like but the thing is if let's say the oscars do what we are all saying is probably the right thing which is not nominating black panther just to nominate it just so you know people will watch because black panther's nominated um let's say they do that well then number one there's well there's going to be two forms of outcry from different directions. First of all, yeah. we're going to get a Oscars so white situation all over again, which nobody wants to deal with, inc- very much including the Academy. Um, and number two, you're going to get a, well, what's the point of uh, raising the number of um, Best Picture uh, nominees? Because, you know, we the whole reason they raised the nominees in the first place was to include movies that missed it out, like uh, The Dark Knight, because the reason that... Many people say that The Dark Knight is the reason that they changed the, it from 5 to a maximum of 10. Because Dark Knight didn't get nominated that year, and then they were like, well, that's not right. So they changed it, and then people are going to go back and go, well, we haven't accomplished anything. And it's like, well, that's a completely different situation. <laughs> Dark Knight is literally like a masterpiece. Um, you know, there, there's a difference there. Uh, I, I don't think this movie is on that level. I loved Black Panther, but to me, it's not that caliber. But I don't know. Maybe some people genuinely think it is. I, I don't know. Um, so that that's definitely a takeaway from me. Um, and yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I feel like it might be this year, but then it could also, like they could push it off and say, we'll nominate a, a Marvel movie next year when Endgame comes out. I don't know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. For me, like, there's no. In my opinion, like, if you were gonna nominate a Marvel movie, you sh- probably should have been Captain America: Civil War. Uh, in my opinion. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. just because of the. F- I'm I mean, surprised most people. Most people would have said Winter Soldier. I think. Um, I Winter would Soldier disagree with great, that, but, but yes. I, but for me, if you're gonna do a Best Picture nomination, it would for me. I would give it to Captain America: Civil War okay. because I mean, it, I mean, I mean, it has just great cameos. I think everybody gives a really great performance, um, and, and and especially that last act where it's just you know you have Black Panther finding the closure that he needs, which you know he does in a really heroic, humble way, um, and then you have Cap and and and, and Tony just fighting it out, and, and they're both you know devastated because they were friends so i mean it's for me that's what i would give it to especially just because for me that that one is 
for me, I would I would find it better than than Black Panther in, in terms of nominating it for an award. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna throw. I'm not gonna just throw something at you just because you want it. You know what I'm saying. For me, if you need to, you know, you need to deserve it. You know. No, I um, I agree. Panther I'm just is, trying to Black be a little Panther bit predictive here. <laughs> yeah. Black Panther is a hundred percent. No one's denying it's not a. It's not a terrible film. It's a really good movie. It's really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely one of the best that the MCU has ever put out. But I just don't think that Black Panther is the movie to do that. And I think if you were ever going to nominate Black Panther for anything, anything, it would be for two two best supporting actors in a, in a, in a movie. And that would be for Andy Serkis and 100% for Michael B. Jordan. Because Michael B. Jordan killed it as Killmaker. Yeah, I wish. I feel like he's yeah. gotten forgotten at this point. Um yeah, but <laughs> which is sad it's which sad. is sad yeah. but I mean he that's that's what I would give that's who yeah. and why I would nominate yeah. Black Panther it's just for those um, supporting actor no, um, but I'm, yeah go for it but yeah well, I mean we are talking about the Oscars here and I mean <laughs> the Oscars they have a very you know specific set of you know Oscar bait qualities and I think of the movies in the MCU that we have so far Black Panther is the one that they will get, that they're gonna pick because, you know, it, the actual discussions it has about, um, you know, because it deals with race and you know, the discussion it has about race is very interesting. Yeah. And I think that's what they're looking for. They don't really care about, I don't think they care about the CGI yeah. being poor in the final act or really, you know, uh, how good the action was. I think then, that's, then, that's the quality then, that puts it up there on the pedestal. Then that's, okay, then why don't we just have an award season that's just, called let's talk a movie that talks about important issues because, because I, I mean honestly because honestly because i mean because because for me it's 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 really dumb because for me it's just like there have been if you i don't think he's saying it's movie, right he's just saying that's how I mean, it is yeah i'm I mean, not yeah, i know but no and i'm not coming off of him like that i mean for me it's just like oscars <laughs> if you're gonna do that then just change your name yeah, yeah. Because I mean, yeah, I mean it's, re- it's very much the Oscars' fault. I mean, because you could have you could have nominated Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which should that have was been, saying but, yeah. something. That was that blew my mind. That blew everybody's mind. And then you have War the of the Planet of the Apes. that that wasn't... franchise was never nominated. Exactly, War of the Planet of the Apes wasn't like as S- great as the second one, but it was still a really great movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's just like, come on, and it's 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 you know, for me. It, the the award seasons at this point, as far as the Oscars goes, is just kind of giving awards away just for. It had a it had a really good. Like, come on, like stop! It's, yeah. it's just it's really annoying to me. Like, it's, it's, it's stupid. I All mean, right. I'm. Well, we're gonna move to you I, and your my, your takeaways. <laughs> I'm just saying. What dumb. what takeaways do you have? <laughs> you can spin it positive or you can keep going negative. I don't really care. <laughs> What do you mean for my takeaways when it comes to the SAG awards? SAG yeah, or Golden right. Globes, either one. Do you have any well, specific nominations that uh, stuck out to you? That stuck out to me. Um, man, I I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I agree with you that Emily Blunt should have been nominated for, oh, well, that she should be nominated for A Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. I hope that she does. Um, just because she was, she blew my mind in that movie too. Um, but nothing really stands out for me. And I, I'll actually say this because because we discussed this before. But it just feels like a really underwhelming year for film. Yeah. But I, I I feel like I feel like I was definitely feeling that a lot more last year than this year. See, I was on board with last year, but this year I'm feeling like, what am I, Ozzy, right now? Like I I'm just like so <laughs> underwhelmed with this year. Like every time we get one of these movies, like I'm just like, I mean, it's really good, but. To me, I still need that ladybird from this year that I just absolutely adore. That kind of pushes me over the water. Yeah, you know, shape of water this year. Yeah, I, I, I just, I need that movie. I need that Sing Street from 2016. You know, I, I just, I, I need me, me, my me, Earl and the Dying Girl. Where, where are these kind of movies that I just fall in love with? Um, I, I just haven't had that yet, and it might still happen. You know, uh, Vice I think could be that movie where it's just like I absolutely love it because it seems like a movie I would enjoy. Me, uh, the favorite, me, I mean, you know. I'm so look. There's still movies out there. Crazy Rich Asians yeah. is as close as it gets. I really love Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, but I mean, for me, I mean, what made those movies great is that I walked away from Captain Fantastic. Um, you know, you were talking about Sing Street. 
I walked away from those movies feeling like I 100% related and that I and I still thought about it days after I saw the movie. It was, that's how impactful those films were for me. And I haven't felt that, honestly, in the last several, in the last two years, I think, the last two years that we've been doing this. It's just, I mean, there hasn't been a film that has gotten me like, wow, uh, like that before. Well, that I can think of off the top of my head, but definitely this year, this, there hasn't been a film like that this year, I think. Yeah. In my opinion. Well, we still got time. We still got time. There's plenty of movies uh, coming out um, the rest of the year. Uh, well, the rest of the Oscar year, because, you know, Oscar season bleeds into January and even February. So we have plenty of yeah. time to uh, have a movie like that. And I'm hoping that we get one. Um, since Ozzy didn't really have too many takeaways, my bonus one, um, A Star is Born, is going to clean up at the Oscars. And I'm not quite sure how I feel about that. Um I was expecting that to be like the head of it, like the start, but then I'm just kind of just like, where's the rest of, <laughs> like, where's the rest of these, <laughs> you know, amazing movies? I mean, come on. I mean, I don't know. But I mean, A, Star, was, A Star is Born I, is another one of those movies where I'm like, I love portions of that movie, but it, like, to me, it didn't all come together. I felt like there was a middle section that was all just montages that was like really kind of dragging. Um, so I don't know, like, uh, it's just such a weird experience for me this year. Um, I don't want it to happen again. Please be better next year. Please. <laughs> um, but anyway, all right, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, Ozzy, can you sign us out? Yeah, man. Oh, you want, I mean, if you have recommendations. I got one, do, yeah. Go for it. Yeah, uh, Alfonso Cuaron's, uh, one of his earlier movies, I believe it was in 2001, is uh, Itu Mama Tambien. It's I've on Netflix. It. Never uh, seen it. I would check it out. Yeah, it's right. funny because that, that's that's the movie that he did right before Harry Potter, and it's like I don't know why they picked him. <laughs> it's, it's weird that they they were like they looked at that movie and like yeah this guy should direct uh, should direct Harry Potter. But I mean obviously both movies are really good. Definitely. So yeah, you again. All right. Um, I mean I guess I can throw it up. I mean this might like come back to bite me in the butt, but I'm gonna throw out a preemptive recommendation. Uh, the Haunting of Hill House on Netflix, mm. that that uh, right. series, that horror series. It's really good so far. I'm on episode seven, um, and all right. All right. I'm really enjoying it so far. There's three or four more episodes left, so I'm looking forward to finishing it up. And um, so far, I can definitely recommend it. Ozzy, okay. do you have anything before you wrap us up? Game of Thrones, people. Stand oh, my gosh. Enrique needs to make a shirt about you recommending Game of Thrones every episode. I, like I, I moved a buddy in to the place where I'm in now, and like I'm like I've, I have four days off this coming week. I have so much to watch, and I have to muster up enough energy to be like, we're gonna sit down and we're gonna start this together. We have no excuse anymore. <laughs> so I mean, it's I'm trying to start a cult based on Game of Thrones. <laughs> we gotta play Game of Thrones fantasy again next year, by the way. And we have to play the Game of Thrones Monopoly board that about a year ago that I still haven't opened. So. Oh, shoot. I want to play. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's a lot. It's a lot we have to do. So little time. <laughs> but, all right, Carlos, where can people find you on social media? All right. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shuri456. Make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFellows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the YouTube channel, and the website where Chucky does some great Netflix reviews over there. Perfect. And Noah, where can people find you on social media? Oh, well, you can find me at Twitter at, at Noah underscore Rask and on Instagram at Brief underscore Intermission. Perfect. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy. And if you guys have any uh, recommendations, you're more than welcome to email me at Ozzy.Castro at ScreenFellows.com. Guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen. And subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Overcast. Please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Guys, this is Spring Colors. <laughs> <laughs>